of Divi Chat. Today, uh, the panel and I are going to be discussing our favorite resources for learning Divi, Divi tutorials, other Divi resources online. What's the best way to get up to speed quickly without floundering in the builder all by your lonesome? So um, I know this is one that's going to be of interest to a lot of folks out there, especially those who are newer to Divi. And I think we got a few good ones up our sleeve to share with you today. So uh, before we dive in, let's meet my friends here. Um, Corey, why don't you go first? Oh, I'm, I'm your friend? Mm-hmm. My Thank friend. You, Stephanie. <laughs> My friend. How's it going, everybody? Corey Jenkins coming at you from the Prescott, Arizona area. And super happy to be here. Um, yeah, I, I think between all of us, we have a lot of, a lot of information to share, hopefully, for people. Um, you can find me at Aspen Grove Studios in Divi.Space. And Miss Sarah. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Canberra in Australia. I never say where I'm from, but you I'm from don't. Canberra in Australia. I feel like that it's is the capital of Australia. Yeah. Believe it yeah, or not, yeah. Sydney is not the capital of Australia. <laughs> um, you can find me at endure.com.au or endure web on the socials. I'm sorry about the light, but I don't know. Summer's happened and I haven't worked out. You are out positively this glowing today, yeah. Sarah. <laughs> it's like you're in the Pretty presence happy. of our Lord. I know, oh, right? <laughs> so Did you say all your That's things? Me. Yeah. That was it? That was the end? Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Well, I yeah, am it's, Stephanie it's, Hudson. It's not like 10 with like 10, 10 places to find I know, them, you know, 10 different websites and everything. I know. I just I just got the one website too. I'm Stephanie Hudson with Focus WP, which is focuswp.co. And we help agencies and freelancers to scale their business by providing white label WordPress maintenance and backups and our newly coming out service for developers on demand. So more coming about that pretty soon. Anyway, let's dive in and talk about Divi tutorials. Before we get too, too far in, there's a little like a lot of the Divi chat panelists because we're not new to Divi. We've been doing this for a while now. Most of us since Divi was created. So we're not the ones really reading the tutorials. A lot of the ones on the panel are actually the ones writing the tutorials. So without making it too um, like awkward for anybody to like <laughs> want to self-promote, I thought let's just get this straight out of the way, out of the gate, and talk about our awesome Divi chat panelist resources. Uh, of course, Corey Jenkins here of Aspen Grove Studio. Aspen Grove has tons and tons of tutorials. I mean, how many would you say you have on your Aspen Grove website, Corey? Well, I, I think between aspengrovestudios.com and uh, Divi.space, we've yeah. probably got close to, we've probably got over a thousand, I would imagine. Um, I mean, we started, I, I'd, I'd imagine so. Um, yeah, we started like early on, you know, with tutorials, um, uh, way, way back in the day, some of the first people doing Divi tutorials and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they've accumulated over the years, started off myself writing them, David writing some. And, uh, nowadays I, I write some, but we have, uh, we have some content writers that work for us. You and, have uh, people for that. No. We, we got people that, you know, we'll have them call <laughs> No, and, and mainly just because they're like so much better at it than than uh, than I am. They're awesome. Uh, you know, it's it's really hard to find somebody who's like technical and also and a good writer write. who keeps yeah. it interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah, we've got a mix of uh, of written tutorials um, and video tutorials, which Sarah's actually hopped in in the past and helped us out when we were like slammed and short staffed, and she did some awesome videos. Um, tutorial videos videos for us. I think was that 2018, Sarah? Around there? Yeah. About that. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. So also, um, yeah. So there's tons. That's on again on aspengrovestudios.com. Is that the link? Yeah. Well yeah, aspengrovestudios.com. Um and then the Divi like, space. Yeah. In, in the past like year and a half, two years, we've kind of switched to where aspengrovestudios.com is a little bit more just like general WordPress and WooCommerce. And as far as our content goes, you can still find a lot of uh, Divi stuff there, but Divi.space is where like our main Divi focus is. And beyond our blog, um, we also have like, if you go to the site uh, in, the, in the top header, there's a link that says uh, snippets and tutorials. 
And those are like real quick, like lessons of, you know, how to apply code to achieve different effects. And we're up, we're uploading new ones of those weekly. So there's a lot of information there. Now, Tim isn't here with us today, unfortunately, but uh, he, of course, has, uh, Tim Schreifler has on his Divi Life website, tons of tutorials as well. He has a lot of plugins and things that he's created specifically for Divi. So a lot of those tutorials are connected, but they're all still really useful Divi tutorials. Who else in the gang uh, do we need to shout out? Tim also has a thing going on this week that I haven't had a chance to, or what is it? It's something about November. It's, it's, it's Divember, uh, which I just feel like he's not, he's not listening. So I feel like I, I just wish he would have asked us first about that. <laughs> but he, I don't know. I actually haven't been looking at it. I'm sorry, Tim. But um, I think there's tutorials as a part of that. So maybe go yeah. check out what he's, he's doing, like a new tutorial, like every day or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. He really, so he really should really be here today, about. right? Like, I, I mean, know. come on, Well, Tim. I think he's, that's he's the reason he's not, <laughs> he's like been overwhelmed with all of his Black yeah, Friday things. That's a gigantic so. commitment. And uh, yeah, I've seen a couple yeah. of them he's put out and it's really good information. He's going like live on yeah uh, facebook and stuff so yeah tim's pumping those out he's, every he's day crushing it. Month of, over uh, life. josh hall of course uh yep. tons of resources there he's got a few paid courses which are specifically for divi and well i don't know about a few and he's got heaps of free um stuff he does have a lot of free ones too but uh does aspen grove have a, any like paid specific divi courses you guys have the yeah. business course and this and css and all that stuff right yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the, the business course um, is actually uh, Tim and David kind of kind of got together on that at WPGears.com, and they have the the Divi business course, which dives a little bit into Divi, but it's more about uh, customer acquisition and marketing and right. things like that. Um, and then at at, uh, at Divi Space, we have uh, a Divi modules creative course uh, that that is a premium course, and that'll actually like teach you how to create Divi modules and plugins and stuff. So oh. um, it shows you, that's pretty, you well, know, that's perfect. Um, yeah. all, all the programs you need and, and kind of diving into the uh, Elegant Themes uh, developer documentation. So that's like, that's a little bit higher level knowledge. Um, and then we also have a transforming Divi with CSS and jQuery course that shows you how to like kind of kind of take Divi to the next level. Obviously Divi has a ton of settings and you can apply CSS, but it's really cool when you start digging into like jQuery and what can be applied in like four lines of jQuery as opposed to, you know, a hundred lines of CSS. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. So, and, and that, that was awesome. The, the mastermind behind that was SJ James, um, who did all the course content and everything. And, uh, he's, he's like a whiz with CSS and jQuery. Brilliant. It's a shame that he's moved on to such a good cause. Cause you just want to be like mad at him. <laughs> Like it wasn't right yeah, he's, to do that. Yeah, he's he's a hard guy to be, to be mad at, but I, I think I know. Man, we just we, we just miss him right <laughs> in the community. So uh -huh. yeah, I went from like you know talking to SJ like several times a day, working with him, and you know now I check in with him a couple times a month. But uh, mm -hmm. we're, well, we're he all posts happy a lot him. of selfies, so don't worry, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he's he's been wearing uh, pants at least lately. For, there was a couple. I know. Well, it's moving like, it. Oh no, it's not. Yeah. It's cold there. I was thinking he was in Australia, but anyway. Yeah, so those are all great. Um, by the way, was it, uh, Sarah, was it Corey that was complaining about somebody having too many websites a few minutes ago? And then he yeah, just yeah. listed like every one of his things is on a different domain. <laughs> oh, <don't laughs> yeah. As we grow, I'm not like Tim or anything. And then the courses are learning.divi.space. There you go. <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, and Josh Hall is joshhall.co, I believe is where his yep. are located. We'll put all these links in the show notes for those of you who want to go uh, take a look. And um, I wanted to, Gino Quiros is a, yeah. a, an original Divi Chat panelist and he and I didn't overlap on the show, but I just felt like he gets a big shout out from me because when, yeah. when I was starting in Divi, I feel like he actually influenced the whole Divi community. 
Oh, hundred percent. He's the reason a lot of us met actually. He's yeah. one of the ones who was the core, like kind of gatherer. And he was the one who kind of really got us all to go to America the first time for the first meetup. So he's like integral to all of it, but he was I, one of the first ones doing tutorials as well. Like for right. sure. And that was what I think that specifically, like the tutorial specifically made such yeah. an impact on me because previously yeah. I had been doing development for a long time and in general developers and co coders and people like that were very proprietary about the things that they knew and learned and Gino just blasted into the Divi world giving everything away like his knowledge yeah. he would learn something yeah. and he would immediately publish it to share it and give it away and I think yeah. that had such an impact on the early groups the early Divi groups yeah. where it just became a place of sharing and helping and all of that so I think and I think his tutorials you know I think he still has new ones coming out and everything but he's so I think he gets a he gets a big uh, shout out and a high five for me. Yeah, and that's at uh, kiros.co. So Q U I R. -O Good luck spelling it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he used to though, like when I first started, he was one of the tutorials I looked up a lot and mm -hmm. I used to just look up, um, Divi Gino tutorial cause I could mm -hmm. never spell Kuros. And so I'd look up Gino, which is G E N O. And I don't know if he still ranks as well as he used to, cause he was one of the first, right? right but yeah. all I had to do was Google that. And there was always some tutorial that would help me do something I was trying to work out in the early days. Yeah. And yeah, he his, was a lifesaver. His one that comes to mind that I used uh, often early on was like the Slam opt-in. Yes, opt yeah. I used like that one. Yeah. Of it. it was, yeah, it was that brilliant. That was a good so. one. And I'm pretty sure he was one of the ones who, like, this is going to make us sound so old. Like when I'm talking to my kids and I say, we didn't have the internet when I was a teenager. <laughs> um, like when back, back in the day, you didn't have like a Divi builder and like, as in like right. a, um, being able to do the header. Like if you wanted to modify anything in the header, we had to like do everything with CSS or like even PHP files. Like if you want to do a 404 page, oh my gosh it was like the biggest longest such a thing and you had to follow or a tutorial the, like, because you couldn't the category pages it. and everything Ugh. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a nightmare I, I, and Gina I, was one I of those ones who had like, like the tutorials yeah I secretly kind of miss those days you know <laughs> really? when we had to actually work hard I do not yeah you know yeah when you actually had to like yeah. apply some like CSS and stuff and uh, yeah. now Dibby's just like you know which is great I mean it's uh, yes. you know it's, it's geared towards uh you know, I, I wouldn't say beginners, but towards building websites quickly and, and beautiful websites. And uh, they've come out with like so many options and different tools and things like that. Yeah. Um, and, and the past few years that a lot of the CSS and uh, a lot of these tutorials that we used to do aren't necessary now. Um, so there's definitely well, I think some that's that an interesting point, and, right? Like a lot of tutorials outdate really fast with Divi. And I think it's one of the reasons a lot of people have been cautious to do tutorials or to update their tutorials because like you make something and then Divi will build it in. And it's almost like, you know, this thing of kind of, then you go and follow the tutorial and you realize, oh, you could have just done it with like a setting that was built into Divi or they changed. There was a stage where they were continually changing like what lived in the general tab, what lived in the design tab and what lived mm -hmm. in the advanced tab. They kept moving stuff. So every time someone did a tutorial, like it would be out of date because all of a sudden yeah. that setting didn't live in that tab anymore. It lived in a different tab um, or the way to go about something had really changed. And I think that can yeah. be some of the challenge with looking for a tutorial because you can find tutorials and you can follow these things. I think I was, I contacted, um, these guys over here trying to work out how to do something the other day. Cause I was following a tutorial and it was completely out of date. So the reason that it wasn't working was because I was following all of like the code and everything to try and make this thing work. And then yeah. what I realized was, oh, that tutorial doesn't work anymore because WordPress has changed. And actually there's a plugin that does the thing that I need it to do. And so in the end, like I'd spent ages trying to follow this tutorial that now was no longer mm -hmm. relevant. And sometimes I think people don't take the time to update their tutorials with this is no longer relevant <laughs> or right. um, I yeah. have an updated version here or um, just something that helps you know, oh, this does not work anymore. Yeah, which can be exhausting. I mean, we've we've yeah, definitely had yeah. our tutorials. We had to go back and like, you know, people comment this isn't working, and we know we have to go yeah. update it. But finding the time and resources sometimes to do yeah. it. I I also yeah. think what's interesting is how like 
if, if we think of it from that perspective, how much has Divi been driven by the community who's putting mm, out hundred percent? Uh, I was thinking of tutorials the same thing, yeah. and blog posts. Not only that, but when we're saying tutorials become aged, uh, the same goes for products. I mean, some of the products we used to yeah, have to use hundred percent have have now been like integrated in into. <laughs> I bought a product the other day, (laughs) like it was only $5 one, but there was something I was trying to work out how to do and I couldn't work out how to do it. And I bought the product and then I realized the product actually, it listed, this no longer works (laughs) unless you're using a real version of Divi. Yeah. Well, I'd already bought it. Like I didn't read the, like, this no longer works unless you're using a really old version of Oh, the amount of times I like stuff something like that up. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, a, a plugin of ours that's been somewhat like that is page builder everywhere um, mm-hmm. with, with the, with a the theme builder, you know, but it really hasn't completely replaced it um, yeah. because it's still easier, you know, depending on what you're trying to achieve to use page builder everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, you know, with Divi evolving, there's always that chance that something's going to be built in. Um you know, there, there used to be tutorials out there and we built a, a plugin for it, you know, for the, the footer editor. Um, and that, that yep. was before, like, even, you know, Divi had that built in, which is something so basic, you'd think, right? You'd have to go into yeah. like the footer.php and, and edit, you know, edit, um, you know, the credits and things like that. Uh, Do you know what's ridiculous theme? that isn't built in, that you guys built into your plugin with that? And I don't understand why they haven't built it in, is they haven't built in the ability for the short code year. And so you still gear, have yeah. to put that three line into your PHP, uh-huh. uh, sorry, into your function file to, to let it do the short code for year. And I remember even the ability for that didn't exist like quite a while ago, but you guys built that into your plugin. So I actually never, I didn't switch over for a really long time from that plugin just purely because I didn't know how to do the function file addition. Yeah. Uh, we should add it into our show notes, actually. If you don't know how to add the short code for, um, being able to have year. So, you know, like in the footer, how people like write the current year, we used to always have to update it every single year. So you get to the 1st of January and you'd have to like rewrite the new year thing. But there's just like a really short snippet you can add to your child theme function <laughs> file, which does it for you, which is great. But why haven't they built that into Divi? I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, that and just like a, a basic like WYSIWYG, you know, for maybe changing some some colors and and bolding things yeah. um could definitely be integrated but yeah you know, nelson I'll, I'll, miller I'll, I'll is time. in the is in the live chat tonight and he oh, said right. he's got a tutorial for that sarah we will link we, we to your to tutorial then that's smarter yeah nelson actually before the show started we were talking about it and you were on our list of uh of somebody who's constantly putting out really good tutorials it seems like in the groups like Almost like every other question asked, Nelson, Nelson's got a tutorial for it. So he does. Uh, <laughs> like nice work. Weekly, so, daily. I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Nelson's his, at uh, picreative.com. Uh, Nelson, if you P, want to post your it's link. PA, because he's P, from Pennsylvania. PA. PA. Okay. Yeah. He's I from, didn't know that. I thought it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. PA, he's one okay. of the, my PA buddies. PA is a funny thing. Like the state of Pennsylvania, someone pointed this out to me because I grew up there and I was like saying like, oh yeah, I'm from PA. And someone's like, you guys are the only state that spells your abbreviation. <laughs> like nobody's like, hey, I'm from GA or I'm from like I, I think I- they do it in IO. I think they do it in Arizona quite a bit. Like, you know, AZ? I'm like, from AZ. Like the, the AZ, you know, oh, really? crazy okay. in the AZ. Get cra- oh, that's a good one. That's almost <laughs> enough to make you want to move to Arizona. Yeah, everybody come on out. Thing like that. Okay, so we mentioned Nelson PA Creative. Uh, we'll put, um, oh, Miro's putting the links in as we go on here. Nice. We'll put them on the show Miro. notes too, but yeah, thanks, Miro. Awesome. Speaking of Miro and links, Miro actually did a roundup of Divi resources a while back. Um, Miro, pop that link in the uh, chat as well. It's Divi resources and he lists tons of, um, tons of things uh, as far as YouTube channels, yeah. Uh, Facebook groups, etc. So he's got. I that's think a one good of the one tricky things through. that used like we used there used to be like three people who did tutorials right when we started. So mm-hmm. basically, you would just go to their website and you'd see did they have a tutorial for the thing you were trying to achieve. Right. But these days, because so many people do tutorials, it's almost like you've got to become really, really good at googling. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the arts to finding a really good tutorial is about 
the way to Google. So I was interested to see how you guys Google things because, I mean, it's great if you've got a list like what Miro has put together and then you can kind of go through those pages and have a look for it. But I think a lot of the times when I'm trying to figure out how to do something, it's about trying to find that right wording in Google. And then often there'll be about six tutorials that'll come up and I'll open them all up and I'll just see which one looks like it's the most relevant. Um, so when I'm Googling, I'll, I always start with Divi, then um, I'll start with what it is I'm trying to achieve, which usually if you can use the actual module name that you're trying to edit, mm -hmm. if you're trying to do something with a module, or if you can look up what it's actually called, like the functionality of what you're trying to do. So maybe it's like a pop-up or it's a drop-down or it's a, um, I don't know, whatever it is. And then I'll usually try and add at the end the language. So if it's CSS, then I'll try and put CSS at the oh, end. I thought you were like um, English. <laughs> no, no Australian no Australian please do I mean often I'll get tutorials that are in other languages as well and you Google Translate is amazing and does a pretty good job for you which is great mm -hmm. um but like being able to put in CSS or jQuery or whatever is going to get you that little bit closer because the tricky thing is there's so many tutorials out there you want to kind of get to as close as possible to what you're trying to achieve and sometimes that's possible and sometimes it's not um sometimes I'll Google for ages and I won't find anything and so then I'll go have a look in the Divi groups and I'll use different language like I'll use language that's more generic because I feel like often people who are searching things in the in the Facebook groups they don't use the technical language to like work out how to do something they'll use like the language that's I don't know like a more explains what the thing does rather than the technical version of the language um so that's another way that you can yeah. search through the Facebook I, I, groups without actually having to post I almost always start with the Facebook groups myself. Yeah, right. Because if other people have asked it, then then they get like the, their solutions. So rather than yes, the person that's who true. is just, S, you know, has better SEO getting the results to come to the top. Yeah, right. Whoever has used it. If I do Google, um, because of the other things we've talked about, I almost always will use the date f feature under the, it's tools, under tools. You can say like, oh, in the past year. I that. Oh, it's so nice. good. Yeah. Within the past year or within Yeah, because sometimes month, they're so uh, old, aren't they? Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, this is from 2016. Like that is and not going to Yeah, <laughs> def definitely want to check the dates on, um, on and tutorials. And as a little tip for tutorial writers out there, like put, I know sometimes like I've done it, you don't want to put the dates on things. Like if you're not super active because then it looks yep. like your blog's really outdated, but like put the dates and if you update it, put updated on so that yeah you know people yeah that, can get that's a one sense of the of uh who, who was it just posting about that this morning it might have been like Corey miller or somebody like that on twitter I, I can't remember exactly i don't know somebody in that circle um uh but anyways um yeah there, there's you know these people out there who are all about like evergreen content and of course some content is somewhat evergreen if you're writing about what yep. divi is in a nutshell not really getting too into the modules and stuff there's probably some evergreen content um, but for the most part, yeah, please put the dates and then, yeah, for SEO, I mean, the best thing to do is like, just go back, update the, you know, update the article and then put like updated on and the date. I mean, Google recognizes that they love it when posts and things like that get updated. It updated and yeah. so if, if you're going back in and updating your posts, you're helping yourself out in SEO. So don't worry so much about that, that evergreen content. Cause it is frustrating to people searching for tutorials and stuff because yeah. they don't know yeah. when it was posted and if it's dated and um, even if it still has holds done true tutorials he just said and espanol and espanol if anybody's interested man i personally don't abla but carlos put your link in there so we can yeah it. yeah and google translate that's, that's honestly does a really good job so like for the most part, you can get your way through a tutorial that's done in another language. Sometimes the visuals will look a little bit different because obviously they're doing screen grabs that are in their language, but you can kind of tell where stuff is like enough to get through, which I think is really helpful. Um, the other thing that I often do, I'll often get myself stuck in this mindset of I have to do this through a Divi lens, but realistically, a lot of what I want to achieve, it doesn't matter that it's Divi at all. Um, and so like if you're trying to work out something with CSS, often like CSS tricks or is it th three CSS, CSS three, something school, yeah, something. Those, those websites, I often end up at those ones instead because really what, I, what it comes down to is I'm trying to find um, something in CSS and then I can relate it back to Divi. So you, I think, I don't know if we've done a, 
I guess it's too visual, but there'll be tutorials somewhere around to show you how to use the inspect tools. We've talked a lot about the inspect tools, but being able to find the selector that you're trying to actually work with and then going to like one of these CSS websites, they're going to help you work out what actual CSS is Mm -hmm. going to work with that. So that's a bit of a two-step process. That's a little bit trickier, but these days with Divi modules, you can even just go into the advanced tab, go into general and try and chuck in the CSS into there. And often, you know, that'll get you a little bit further along than you were trying to get to. So you stole one of mine, sir. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, yeah, because in the advanced tab, you really don't even need like, yeah. you know, selectors and things like that. But first and foremost, sometimes, like to, sometimes yeah. Sometimes first and foremost, work. to anybody who wants to start like uh, doing more CSS and Divi, I'd go just like learn basic CSS first because yeah, for sure. it's going to apply so much to what you're doing in Divi. Yes. Like Sarah said, your selector is going to be a little bit different, but uh, yep. CSS, if you know, it can be like so powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd suggest going, you know, just going to learn that first and then, and then. And honestly, I think almost setup. everybody needs it at some point, like even just the Divi buttons, like they have not, nailed the Divi button styling in Divi. I don't understand why they haven't done it, but if you don't know CSS, you really can't properly edit the buttons. And so you, if nothing else, you need to learn a little bit of CSS so that you can properly style your buttons. So unless you just want it to look out of the box, like what Divi looks like, and that's fine, you can do that. Like it's not actually a problem, but I think buttons are the one easiest way to make your Divi website not look like it's Divi. And I think that is one of the first things that I always want to do is change, like even just the padding on a button. It is not that easy to do unless you know some CSS. So just learning that is a huge, yeah. you know, step forward uh, said, in your ability. Uh, Divi Space has a ebook on Divi selectors. Yeah, we nice. yeah we recently reworked that. Was that. an SJ that was, that one, was, wasn't it? That was originally done by SJ, um, but yeah, Divi had changed so much throughout the years. We just like recently updated it and kind of made it a little bit more thorough and stuff. But yeah, that was that was originally an SJ um, ebook. So I'll I'll post the link here. Sarah mentioned um, CSS Tricks website CSS-Tricks.com. <laughs> that is like. I have worn out his Flexbook box page. <laughs> he has like my favorite one because it's, uh, and that's Chris Coyier, uh, C-O-Y-I-E-R, Coyier, I think mm-hmm. that's yeah. how you say it, or Coyier, I don't know if he's French, <laughs> but I um, that page is so good because uh, it's two columns and on one side, it's like the parent, uh, what's the word? Um, what am I trying to say? Like the parent object. And then the second column is the child objects that are inside it. And you can go through there and you can find, and then I try to keep a note, <laughs> like a save a note with snippets of the stuff that I use all the time, like how to vertically yeah, center nice. and all this kind of stuff. But it really is like, Oh, that's like one of the best ones. And I don't know why I can't keep it all in my head. I have to look it up like every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Co- code pen is awesome. Um, once you start, you're mm-hmm. kind of learning the basic principles and it's like really easy to apply. Sometimes that'll have a bit of like JavaScript and different things like that associated with it. But code pen's awesome. You can do like really cool stuff there. Nice. Uh, that was, uh, let me put it in here. Um, the other thing, like we're halfway through and we haven't even mentioned elegant themes yet. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's like that to me should be the first step after probably should have been becomes a member yeah. and they're like, okay, how do I learn Divi? Yeah, Look so the elegant themes. I just wanted to get the like self-promotion ones out of the way first. The uh but Divi uh elegant themes has so many, I mean, they have tutorials on every single module, on every single like all the different resources they put up, like the their um why ha- I have no words today. What is wrong with me? Not the child themes, but the layout packs, layout packs. Yeah. They have yeah. uh, tutorials for how to implement all of those, like all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they do have their documentation. It's they have it for like all their products, but if you go to elegantthemes.com slash documentation, I think that'll take you to kind of the documentation documentation homepage. And then from there you can go to like, yep. see, you know, and that's Divi, basically Extra if you're Bloom. wanting to use, 
it out of the box. Like if you want to use it as it is intended to be used and you don't know how to use it, it's definitely the place you should start if you haven't done anything for sure. Yeah. Like that's going to get going. Yeah. And, and as, as far as like, as Stephanie mentioned in their layout packs, uh, they put out some amazing layout packs. And if you're a beginner, download those, install them on your site and then go into the modules and see like what, what settings are used and, and things like that. We, um, years ago, um, we'd recreated some of the, the Divi um, like site examples that they had like fashion and cafe, those different themes. I don't know if you guys remember those, but we created uh, the Divi demo zone, which was free. And we created all oh, these right. awesome layouts and then people could go into the back end and do that. But now that Elegant Themes has their layout packs, just install yeah. those on, on your site, you know, maybe a page or two that you want to learn how to do and learn from that to kind of see what the true pros of, of Divi are using, you know, the guys at Elegant mm -hmm. Themes. <laughs> so that can be good too because like we were saying earlier sometimes we can get stuck using tutorial ways of doing things and we don't realize it's actually been built into divi and there's better ways of doing things i think you know we can we can get stuck in our ways a little bit and sometimes there's better things that are then built in that will then break less like i know sometimes we can get stuck in our ways of like wanting to do it the hardcore way because it feels cooler but sometimes using the way that divi has it built in means that then when they do an update it doesn't break stuff quite as much because you've built it the way they intended you to use it and that can then mean when there's an update it's a little bit less buggy so sometimes it, it's a good thing to kind of keep up with what divi's doing i'm not always the best at doing it I've lately been trying to, you know, the new functionality where when you use a module, you can like classify the module, like you can make a custom settings. I don't know what that's called. Be up the top. You can like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? You probably don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, but I, I'm like, sorry. I was reading this. <laughs> I can't remember what so, it's called either. I have no words but, today. In, in a module up the top, there's this new functionality where you can save all the settings and you can call it something. So you can have like yes. a black button and a white button and a green button. Yes. And then you just go and say Extend new it. button, change like, like it. Pre, like presets? Pre, yeah, preset kind of things. I don't know yeah. what the technical, it might be presets, I don't know. Um, but I've been trying to play around with that a lot more because it means you don't have to use um, global modules as much. And I'm still discovering like, why it's presets. better to use that They're sometimes saying, <laughs> the chat is like preset Sorry. preset 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 preset, preset. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like so the reason I'm bringing this up is because when it came out I kind of thought oh that looks cool whatever and I made myself spend time in it and the reason I made myself send myself spend time in it is to update myself along the way that global modules isn't always the way to do it there's this new functionality and if I use it as Divi continues to develop my websites are going to be able to stand the test of time. So I think sometimes it is that thing of like, maybe there's not a tutorial, but it's just about spending time in something and either reverse engineering from some tutorial that someone else has out or a layout pack or whatever. Or sometimes it's just about like flicking around on things and like clicking around. I, I don't think there's very many good tutorials around the new sticky ability that Divi has. Oh. And I spent quite a bit of time just like clicking all the buttons and it still wasn't as good as a tutorial. And I wish someone would do a really awesome tutorial on it. But aside from that, just clicking on all the buttons gives you a bit of a better idea on how something works. And sometimes Did you guys just hear Sarah tutorial. volunteer to do a tutorial. I did, yeah. <laughs> My problem is I haven't actually learned how to use it properly. Like I'm still finding oh. that I, it's not as, I'm still not finding it as effective as just using that plugin, the stick anything plugin. And I mm. don't understand what I'm, where I'm going wrong. So yeah, I feel I'll, like I've missed a step somewhere. New yeah, I'll have to go back sometimes like, like a month after something releases because as as our company's grown a bit, I, I haven't been able to like actually use Divi as much as, much as right. I should. Um, yeah. you know, so sometimes I'll be like, okay, I've got some breathing room, may, you know, maybe a certain time in the month and I'll go back to like the feature announcements, um, which is another good resource, uh, is in the elegant themes, uh, YouTube channel. Um, they've got like uh, Mac and some other people that will come out and actually do the, uh, you know, the announcements about the features and kind of give you run throughs. Some of them yep. don't get super technical or, or really uh, granular, but they give you like a really high level overview of, of what can be achieved. Um, so sometimes yeah. I'll, you know, be a little embarrassed that, you know, something will have launched like a month ago and I haven't used it. I try to go back at least once, once a month and like catch myself up on things. Um, yeah, nice. To stay knowledgeable. So, but I mean, as far as like my days of 
of building out websites and using using Divi on a daily basis. I don't get to do that as much as I used to, but still try to stay practiced up, you know? Yeah, nice. It is hard to do. Um, another friend of the podcast and awesome tutorial maker is Mac. We can't leave him out. Mac, yeah. Yeah, for sure. M-A-K. Uh, is does, he does Mac have elegant a, themes? Well, he, he yeah, to, he, he does. A, he, he does a lot of. Be, I don't uh, know if he still is. Yeah, I think I think he just did a feature update. Yeah, for the Divi's new responsive settings, he did a feature update. And does he oh, has cool. his own YouTube channel? Correct. If somebody could find yeah. that. YouTube yeah. is oh, definitely yeah. a good place to go because YouTube. Sometimes people will post stuff on YouTube, but they don't necessarily repost it to a website. So if you're googling stuff. It might come up, but going directly into YouTube is a really good way to try and find, and it's a bit more yeah. scouring to try and work out whether it's the right tutorial for what you're actually looking for. But mm. I reckon YouTube is the place, place yeah, to be. And, and stick, stick like to YouTube. If, if we're going to mention YouTube, we have, we have to talk about Daryl Wilson. Yes, uh, Daryl's, of course. Daryl's like the Divi YouTube uh, king. Um, yep, his, his videos are super helpful. They get like an amazing amount of like views and stuff. Um, and, and he just does a really good job of like engaging not only the Divi office or office audience, but he also deals with other like page builders and things and comparisons. Yep. So yeah, check out, and uh, plugins. Check out Wilson's channel and plugins. Yeah. He does reviews and, and things like that. So, uh, yep. that's a really helpful channel to subscribe to. Yeah. Mira posted it in the thing. It's on his resource page too. Uh, yeah, and I just thought of somebody else and then I totally forgot. Okay, we did Elegant Themes and Mac. That's who I really wanted to make sure we remembered. Oh, someone in the chat said Divi Soup, which oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. super glad yeah, you I mentioned mean, because I forgot about that. And I it's one that I used to use a lot. Uh, Michelle, mm -hmm. what's her last name? Shoot. Is it No. Yeah. It's Noonan. I was going to say Noonan, but then I thought there's a singer Noonan, Katie Noonan. She's in Australia. And I was like, oh, am I getting it wrong? Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, Michelle. Michelle Noonan. But she does she does great stuff. I loved how she started hers out. Like her whole tutorial thing, Divi Soup, it was like a recipe. Here's how much time it'll take and blah, blah, blah. Like all the recipe websites for food. Yeah. Like smaller chunks. Yeah. Which which is easier for people instead of like going through this super like long tutorial sometimes yeah. just those bits and pieces are like quick wins on your website yeah, are awesome for you know? sure and it was like what you could here's what you have to do to prep you know like get this ready and all that yeah i really like that oh be super fly yeah. is being mentioned they've got mm -hmm. um they've got a lot of tutorials yeah. and they also have a css for divi course so that's another oh, good nice. one that's um john wooten who's really a smart guy um yeah and that course is really affordable too so there's a there's so many and they've got so really good plugins options. as well a lot of the people who the tricky thing with tutorials right is you need to have the time to actually do them and so a lot of the people who do them also sell plugins because doing the tutorials is a part of their funnel in some ways it, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing but it means oh. that they've got the time because it's a part of them investing in their plugins so the other thing is you could start doing a tutorial and you can go stuff this this is too hard and then you can just buy their plugin so um i think it's definitely a way that people funnel into their plugins, but that's why they have the time to be able to invest into it. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing, but I think it's why a lot of other people aren't doing tutorials. Like I would love to be doing tutorials. I would, mm -hmm. if someone wanted to pay me for me to be doing tutorials as my whole job, I would do that because I love doing them, but I don't have time for them. I have a list of tutorials I would love to do, but they don't make me money. And so I can't invest them in my time. So I think, yeah. you know, if someone has done a really good tutorial and they're not making plugins or they're not making money, I know um, Gino used to have like a buy me a coffee thing at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. If someone is not making money in any other way with plugins or whatever, like you could always chuck them a couple of dollars because these things do take time and they take effort. And if you have to update them, that takes time. And if they've got plugins on the side, that's great because they're still funneling you into that. But if they don't mm -hmm. have that, like, Maybe check them a couple bucks. Yeah, I mean, there's there definitely are are people who are creating tutorials and don't have plugins, like Daryl Wilson. But he's like gotten to the point to where he's monetized, and he's, I mean, he's making great money just off like YouTube and stuff. He but is yes, killing for it for us. YouTube, uh, so I'm so jealous. Yeah, yep. you know, for us product creators, it makes a lot of sense, obviously, with SEO and and ranking and 
putting out free, you know, free resources and lead mm-hmm. generation. Um, but there's also something to be said, and I guess, you know, this could also be a tutorial within itself of doing like, like localized content. So even if you're just like a, you know, even, even if you're a web designer and you're working locally, like in, in Canberra, uh, there, there are ways, you know, to, you know, to make your content to where people search in your local area and it's just kind of like hyper, hyper local. So like, you know, they're looking for, for web developers locally and you're popping up because of your content. So um, that's kind of the way I started out because I started out just kind of a local agency uh, before we formed Aspen Grove. And I used to kind of focus on that. So it's, it's a lot of work and it might take a while to, to pay off. It could, could be months until you start seeing a difference in ranking and stuff. But um, if you have the time and want to do something different, it's, it's kind of fun. Yeah, that is fun. I think um, another thing uh, is that is sort of similar to that. I think, I don't know. I was a little spaced out when you started talking or I was reading, but uh, I think, even just getting into some of the Facebook groups and even if you aren't going to make like a whole full polished tutorial thing with all the screenshots and everything else, like create a little video walkthrough of something, like just help somebody and do things like yeah. that. You know, I, I still think the Facebook groups are one of the best resources. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we can give shout outs to some of them. I know like um, the Divi theme help and share. That's one that was like from early on Adam Inlay started that one with a whole bunch of people. And, um, yeah. that was, a that one, it's like, they got like 13,000 people in that group or something like that. Like it's massive. Yeah. The original elegant themes, um, group, Divi theme which users is, group. is that what it's called? Divi theme users. I can never remember yeah. the one. That's the one that like was somebody else's and now it's elegant themes, whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. That was started one. by like, by Eileen and Andrew and, and David actually, yeah. um, back yeah. in the day. Now, now it's in control by elegant themes, but it's moderated yeah. by, uh, I'm a moderator in that group. And oh, you are? Like I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's there's like cool. 60 something thousand people in there now. The only reason there are two such big groups is because the first group became monetized and mm-hmm. there was a group. Adam was the head of that, of saying, hold on, this isn't working for us. We should maybe move to the side. And then we welcomed everybody in and then everyone came in and then Elegant Themes took over the first group. So I think if, you know, there was time again, there'd probably just be one group rather than there being the two groups. But now there are two and there's no issues oh, there's with yeah. that. So many more. One is better than the other. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, there is. Yeah, I I know both groups kind of do like a tutorial Tuesday thread. Um, I think Tammy, you see posting it um, in the Divi theme help and share group, and then um, and then you know in in the big Divi theme users group, there's also so every Tuesday there's like a thread, and all of the people who are putting out the tutorials post in there. So if you go into one of those groups and and use the search, yeah, use the search function, just put like tutorial Tuesday and. Um, there's like just like a wealth of information posted there. So yeah, please search before you post. Yo, <laughs> Use yeah. the search function. Please. Yeah. I, I, like Facebook, and it works really well. Facebook doesn't make it easy to find the search button. They like, I, do you feel like they keep moving it around in the groups? Yep. It annoys me so yep. much. I'm always like, how that I search in this thing but yeah I've oh accidentally gone to like post like I'm just trying to search something and then like just before I click enter I'm like oh this is gonna like do a post not search ah and that's very embarrassing yeah, yeah that is um, a there's tricky. also an Aussie community one so if you happen to live in Australia that, you welcome hold on Sarah that just community. reminded me remember uh like it was all there was these memes that used to go around and it would be like somebody's mom kept posting on Facebook like what is a recipe for lasagna <laughs> and they would just that, like they thought Facebook was like Google and they would just keep oh, posting yeah. things that were questions and be like, this doesn't work. I'm not getting it. It's like you in the groups. How do yep. I style a button? <laughs> yep. Whoops. Uh, you know what tutorial I just remembered that I've used as well a couple times is um, Leslie Bernal's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac, her tutorial on how to like style Caldera forms. Yeah. That was yeah. it, right? Was it Caldera? Yep. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, she worked with yeah Caldera on that one. Um, yeah, and that was a really Caldera or Caldera. Caldera, I don't know. What, what, whatever anyway. <laughs> a extinct like imploded volcano filled with water is called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's the one. So yeah, so that she did a good tutorial on that. She's got a few tutorials on her site. A girl yeah. on her Mac. Um, aw, focus on your biz is getting a little love in the chat. Ooh, yeah, That's my group. Yeah, there's there's a lot of helpful information in there. I mean, sometimes it's more business related, right? But yeah, 
that's the point of it. Um, it's not specifically Divi, but because that group was born live on this show, we by nature have a lot of Divi peeps in there. So and I like to yeah. do tutorials on just general plugins and things like that. I'm trying to get more into doing that in the group, just doing live, you know, webinars in the group, yeah. but, um, but it's not super Divi specific. So I didn't mention it. Um, One thing I would say is when you are following uh, tutorials, um, just keep in mind when it was created. I know we've said this, but I mean, from the perspective of if you're then going to leave a message that says like, this doesn't work anymore or something like that, it's okay to have that. Like it is really useful to be able to go look it down in the comments and see whether it still works. That is useful, but try and be nice about it. Um, I yeah. created a bunch of tutorials for, for Essential Grid on YouTube like years ago, literally years ago. And sometimes I have people post like comments under it kind of saying, this is so old and outdated. And, like they're just really mean about it. And I don't like they are old and outdated, but that was because... Yeah. Essential Grid only just updated their UI like this year. So they were relevant for four or five years. And yes, I could redo them or whatever. And I don't mind people saying like, this doesn't work anymore, but you don't have to be mean about it. So just yeah, try and be people, nice. In people like hiding behind their computers can be super, either super mean or like yeah. super pervy, which I've even dealt with the pervs, <laughs> strangely enough. Um, what? You know, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you the it's story just, later. I think, it's weird. I think there's a thing like biting my what, tongue right now. Try what you need to keep in mind is these people have put their time and effort potentially into making something for you. Like at the time when I made the essential grid ones, I did it because there was nothing around. And I felt like I spent forever playing with every single button trying to work out. I spent hours and hours and hours for myself trying to work out how to do it. And then I thought this would be stupid not to put out there because no one else has done it. I didn't make any money from it. I was just trying to be helpful. And I think there's a lot of people out there who are in the same boat where they're not necessarily making money from it. They're doing something because they're trying to be helpful. And it's really nice to kind of recognize that if something is useful, say in a comment, like it's really lovely when I receive a comment that says, oh, I've been hey, looking for ages. Helps. This was really yeah. helpful. <laughs> or give them a thumbs up or, you yeah. know, like just even just say thanks. Like that uh -huh. would be a really nice thing to say to these people who have put their time and their effort into something and they're not necessarily, I know a lot of people make money from tutorials, but a lot of people don't make money from tutorials right. and it can't hurt to be a little bit nice. Or if you're going to say something negative, maybe just be careful about your tone in the way that you're saying it. Try and yeah. be helpful in saying yeah, this yeah, isn't working positive anymore. Positive criticism. Yeah. Instead of it's like nice. negative. Like, and like, yeah. Just like, don't be a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Rule one. Yeah. Just be cool, man. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think we've exhausted my list. How about you guys? Yeah. This is a first because we have been going so far over every week and we've got and about right. 10 minutes left. So I was kind of thinking, I know um, we've, you guys have, we've all done tutorials, the three of us. Maybe we could give people some tips of things to think about if they wanted to write a tutorial. Uh, I know one of the things that I have thought about is when I've done uh, something where I'm going to do a long blog post on a how to do something specific, you really have to pay close attention to every move you make and as many screenshots as you can grab that show the exact steps and process to go through it because it's so much easier to show it with a picture even if, like if you have to click this, you know, like do a screenshot, put a red circle around it, whatever. And to me, that was like to really walk through it in detail, then clear everything out and do it fresh someplace else. Cause there's nothing like, it's so embarrassing if you go and you open up your, you've got to like load a file from your media library or something, say in your tutorial, maybe it's a video yeah. you're doing or whatever. <laughs> And it shows like all the mess ups that you've already just done, like all the similar ones, you know, or, you know, whatever, like if the autocomplete fills something embarrassing in, you know, there's a lot of little things like that, that you can take into consideration. Those are mostly for videos. Yeah. Most of like my tutorials early on came from actually like doing either doing client work or maybe, maybe some, some work on uh, an internal product or something like that. But like, you know, you'd get a client asking to do something and achieve some, functionality and you're like figuring it out and working through it and then like you know after you've done it you're like wow this is cool I gotta like I gotta share this with you know with everybody else so yeah. to me yeah. like like a lot of my early tutorials came out of that and for the most part you know that they're 
somewhat fresh content because it's stuff that you kind of work through on yourself. Maybe, maybe you did something similar to what somebody else did, but you took a different path, uh, whether it be maybe twice as long or, uh, you know, half, half as long as some other options. Um, but yeah, I I think being as like over explanatory as possible, but like simple, Yeah. you know, uh, some of my tutorials are like, Oh my gosh, like I've seen a bunch of these tutorials about this, but this one's like cut to the chase, simple, and, yep. and to the point. So do you be thorough, do yours... but, but don't be overly thorough. Now you don't usually do video, right? Corey, you do like typed out. Uh, I do. Well, I do both. I mean, I, I really haven't put out a lot of tutorials lately, but uh, yeah, if you go to like our Aspen Grove YouTube channel, I, I've got some videos on there. Um, you know, it's me down in like a little circle on the bottom left side of the screen or whatever it might be. Also, um, are you nervously tapping something right now? I no, I was adjusting my microphone and I shook my desk. <laughs> So. I tend to do videos like, and I think if you're going to do a video tutorial, I've done them for multiple reasons. So I did the essential grid ones because I spent a lot of time in it and I thought there's nothing out there. I would like to be helpful to other people, but I've also done tutorials because I was doing something. I learned how to do it. And then I knew I may need to do it again in a year or two time. And I thought mm-hmm. I want to make a tutorial for myself. For yeah. And, and so I thought, well, I'll chuck it on YouTube because someone else might find it useful. So when I moved away, I moved some clients away from, um, Oh, brain freeze from a host. And it was a really technical process because of the way they had their hosting set up. And so it was this very technical process. If you had to do things in a certain order or else the site wouldn't work at the end place. And so I made a tutorial for myself, chucked it on YouTube and a bunch of people found it useful because again, there wasn't stuff already there. So sometimes if you're doing it for yourself, the way you can go about it is you don't have to be as professional. Like you can even start it by saying, Hey guys, I'm making this because I would like to be able to find it. And I didn't have anything to find. So I've checked it up on YouTube. If it's useful, great. If not, just bypass it and move on. But this is how I do it. If you're going to do it on YouTube, try and talk slow. I'm a shocker for talking fast. I know my accent is strong for people who don't live in Australia. So I get that sometimes I need to slow things down and talk a little bit more simplistic. Like I'll say things like tap here and then go there and then go here. And you need to kind of like slow that process down a little bit. Um, And I think that was one of the mistakes I made really early on. But I think also if you stuff up in the process, unless it's something super embarrassing, like something really embarrassing pops up on your screen and you know you're not gonna be able to edit it out then you know maybe you have to start again but for the most part if I stuff something up or I say the wrong thing I generally because I'm not making money from it I'll generally say oh whoops guys sorry that's not what I meant I meant this other thing and people are pretty forgiving so don't be too hard on yourself if you stuff up just say oh sorry I don't know what I was thinking I meant this thing over here let's go over there now. And then you can just keep going. It doesn't have to be perfect, especially if you start it by saying, I'm just trying to be helpful. I couldn't find anything around. So I've made this. I hope it's useful to you. People are going to be more forgiving for you. If you're just getting going with it. I feel like the video is you can get away with it more on a video. If you're typing it all out, oh, yeah. I think you got to be really. Yeah. Precise. Oh, but, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, precise, precise and like the instructions and stuff, but I think like a big roadblock for people, putting out tutorials, whether they be video or written as they like, try to make everything too perfect. Like, like Sarah was saying, if you mess up, like yeah. on video, you can just say, oops, sorry, here, I, let me redo that. Don't reshoot the whole video. Cause you're going to be doing that no. for, you know, you're going to be up all night, like trying to get this perfect cut. Um, now yeah. w- with, with written tutorials and just like blog posts in general, I think some people focus too much on like the verbiage of like, you know, the introduction to it. And they try to like do this like four paragraph introduction Stop, and like hate that. conclusion and things. But I didn't I read it like, anyway. I, don't I know. Even... Yeah. They, they try to perfect it too much. So get in, just give a real quick introduction. Don't worry about if it's like perfectly worded or something. Just make it a number. Is, is it add, please. Yeah. Like one, then two, then three. Like, just tell me the things I want to, I need to do. Yeah. I mean, obviously like, you know, something real quick of what you're going to achieve and and whatnot, but just, just jump into it and don't, so the people can about. find it on Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, you know, that's, yeah. that's part of it as well, but yeah, don't just don't overthink it. I think that's, that's what holds back like a good percentage of people from writing blog posts is like, mm-hmm. they're just afraid of what other people are going to think, yeah. you know, it's true. And realistic, I, pe- realistically, people just are looking for tutorials and for the most part, they just want to find something that's helpful. They're going to be reasonably forgiving. And if you write a blog post and then someone comments down, like, I can't understand what to do between step three and step four, 
you can expand your mm-hmm. blog post. It's not like it's there forever. You haven't done it in print. You can always like add another screenshot to explain it or you know, it's not the end of the world if you haven't got it perfect your first run through. People will let you know if it doesn't make sense. It's okay. Yeah. Or or I was going to I was going to follow this tutorial, but the guy used a uh, a colon instead of a semicolon in this yeah, sentence, right, right, and, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> now if they do that in the code, that's another story, but yeah. In the code um, it makes a big difference, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Um, something else that I hear a lot of people say is, uh, is they, they don't have anything to teach. And that's something like, so I've been trying to encourage people in our Facebook group, folks in your biz, I've been trying to encourage people to like get out of their comfort zone a little bit. And I've, I've sort of made the offer. If anybody here wants to do it, you can too. Like if you want to do a little 20 minute webinar and teach something, do it. You know, we'd have one on gravity forms a week or so ago. We're going to do another one on advanced custom fields like just they're not necessarily divvy specific they could be on business they could be on anything but if you get yourself out of that comfort zone a little and just like cross over then you can start to realize like we all have something to teach everybody does there's it doesn't it's not a matter of like oh you're smarter than me or i'm smarter than no it's like just our life experience and what how we've gotten to where we are we all have different things that we can help and teach with. And sometimes you just got to get over that hump and, and, and be able to, the other key to it is to be able to put yourself in the chair of the person who you're talking to so that you don't rush too fast or you don't um, talk over their head or, you know, too simplified, you know, just to like think about your end user, but that's all like, we do all that stuff in marketing in general anyway. So if you can get, if you can get outside of your head a little bit and do stuff like that, whether you're doing it on a video or in, in print, it's um, in print. That's not like on paper. Like don't put out a, don't mail it. Uh, ma- mail out a newsletter to everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a brochure. Yeah. Let's go green here, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it green. Yeah. But anyway, that's that would be my two cents. So um, we are right at the top of the hour. Does anybody have any closing thoughts they'd like to share? Uh, well, th- yeah. not really closing thought, but something that uh, I, I did want to mention. And he okay. d- I don't think he has his own website where he does it, but one of the best writers out there for Divi content. And you'll see him in different places. He's on Elegant Themes. He's on oh, Aspen Grove Divi Space, but Randy Brown. I Randy just want to give a shout out to Randy Brown because he's been like, one of the early like pioneers in Divi content and he does such a great job as a technical writer. He used to be like an electrical engineer. And he's um, a lovely human. He's a great guy. I've met him in person a few times. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So Randy, if you're listening, keep up the good work. Yeah. He's a great <laughs> one to check out. That's a, yeah. that was good. I'm glad you mentioned him. Um, Sarah, do you have anything to add? My only thing is don't give up when you're searching for something. So I think it can be really easy to feel deflated when you're trying to figure, you're trying to find a tutorial to do the thing that you're trying to do. Have a look in Google, have a look in the Facebook groups and just try different wording combinations. Like try and step back. You might think something is called a particular thing. Maybe even just ask a friend if you've got friends within this community I can't think of what I should look for to find a tutorial on this thing. What I mean is the thing that does the thing, like whatever wording you use, it just might be the wrong wording to be able to find the tutorial. And there might be hundreds of them out there, but you're just not using quite the right words. So like, don't be afraid to kind of say, this is what I'm trying to achieve. I can't work out what to search. Can someone help me? And people will hopefully be nice. I think there is a lot about the way you phrase things can change the way people respond to you. So, you know, sure. like if you're going to post something like that in a Facebook group, being able to say, I can't work out what to search is going to help people be like, why didn't you just search? There's like a million of those down right. in a thing, but being able to word it in a way that's saying, I have tried to search for this thing, but I can't figure it out. Can someone just help me? What term should I be using? You might actually find there are lots of um, tutorials around yeah, and you're just using the wrong term. That's good advice. And yeah. also try to remember that like, just because you have been frustrated and searching for this for however many minutes, hours, days, like other people don't feel that frustration. So if you just come in hot, it's not, <laughs> it's a little yeah. frowned upon, you know, like just be cool. Yeah, Re- realize and, that and people are helping you out of the goodness of their heart that they don't have to. Right. So just yeah, and, and the groups, if you've searched and you're not finding anything, like jump into a Facebook group and like request that 
somebody do a tutorial. Does anybody know how to do this? Yeah. Can you do a tutorial for the community? Yeah. Um, I, I know we've done those before in the past where somebody was asking for it and we're like, yeah, that would make a good tutorial and we'll they, figure I'm it out. You, they were it. asking yeah. for it. They were asking for it. They're going to get it. All right, you guys. Don't forget, go to ratethispodcast.com slash Divi Chat. Leave us a review. It would mean so much to us. And we will give you a little shout out on the air if you write something nice. Yeah, maybe. If, or funny. Like, even if it's mean, if it's funny, I'll probably still read it. Anyway, uh, also <laughs> give us a like on our video. Thanks to our moderators, Carlos and Miro, keeping us safe. We did have a little situation, but it was handled. Mm -hmm. I just want you guys to know that. They, they handled it with a swiftness. Boom. That's right. Done. Yeah. Um, the, so hit the, that the, like the button. You got bouncers. a couple more seconds to hit that like button. And then we will see you next week. We're going to be back with another great topic. We have limited episodes left this year because we're going to be having time off for the holidays and things. So stay tuned in the Is next week the one where it's um, Black Friday? When's Black Friday? I really yeah, that's, that's next week. So out. is next week off then? Oh boy, next I week really is Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all that. Yeah. yeah. I, I oh, okay. So, so we're not going to be here next week. I completely lied. It'll be in two weeks. We'll see you back again. And yep. then uh, stay tuned on the Divi Chat Facebook page where um, we always keep that updated with what's coming up for the week. So, yeah. all right, have a and if we miss resources, then leave a comment like on you yeah. know YouTube on the on the video, and we'll please do yeah. the comments there. So. And uh, if you need any tutorials done, call Corey. Uh, he uh, just offered yeah. to do them for you for free. And uh, we, will, <laughs> we will see you guys in two weeks. Have a great Black Friday. Tell us everything you're going to buy. We can't wait. All right.